Welcome to Talk Theory. It's your host, Kiara Barnes, where I talk all things life, what makes us human, and what makes us superhuman. Sit back, relax, and join me for a chat. Hello. I hope your week has been going good. I hope, um, you know, everything's been uh, good good vibes for y'all. Thanks for tuning in. Leave a review, subscribe, do whatever you got to do. Uh, Instagram, you can follow me there at official Kiara Barnes. DM me your comments, your thoughts. I'm always so interested in what folks got to say. You know, um, and yeah, just thanks again for being part of the talk theory podcast. <laughs> All right. I've been currently dabbling into the most alone time <laughs> I've ever had. I- I'm just going to. Okay. Let me start off by just saying this, okay? So everyone's aware where folks are. I'm going to keep it 100. I have gone through a breakup. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Um, and yeah, I just got out of a very long-term relationship. And I'm bringing this up because I want to talk about what it's like spending time alone and genuinely just getting to know yourself again, you know, Um, without having any person or distraction from really just looking inward. And oof, (laughs) big oof, okay, When I tell you the things I've uncovered through this time, I mean, they all ended up being for my absolute benefit. I I 100% agree to that. But the starting out process can always feel just a bit daunting, overwhelming, even some may say. Some me being being me. (laughs) And the idea that I had basically been attached to another person for multiple years and just getting so used to doing everything together. It was really hard in the beginning to just be alone. It just felt odd. And by the way, this isn't a conversation exclusive for breakups, significant others. This this could really apply to being really close with a friend, a friend group, family members, etc. Basically, whoever whoever you mostly spend your time with. And there's something natural that happens when you meet other folks that you get along with. Okay, it feels good. You want to spend more time with alike people because, in essence, you're hanging out with people who mirror all the things you like about yourself and sometimes that you don't like about yourself, and that is a truth bomb. 
But you just tend to do a lot of things together. And sometimes seldom hang out with yourself. Or, you know, do a task as often as you could by yourself in exchange for just doing it with someone who you have a good time with. In my case, I was basically glued to the hip of this person. We did everything together. I mean, like everything, go get gas, groceries, workout, meetings, pee together. Okay. (laughs) When I say that, I don't mean like we're sharing the same toilet, but you know, if you've had a significant other, someone in your life that you're close with, you've peed with the door open. Let's not act like that's weird. Okay. But I basically, I just got into this rhythm of normalcy, of sharing an ample amount of time with everything I did with this person. And safe to say that when that ended, baby, it was giving stress. (laughs) It was giving what do I do? Guys, I remember literally having to do breathing exercises on my way to a freaking Petco. Okay. To go pick up some cat litter by myself. I was sweating, y'all. All because I had to go do this task without someone. Now, this might be a little more extreme example, but nonetheless, it was real. (laughs) And I was having a real bodily reaction. Um, And after that, I had to do some major self-reflection. Because... First off, I don't care who you are or who you're with. No other human human being should have that much autonomy over your nervous system, mental health, none of that. So after that, I said, okay, so this is what we're not going to do (laughs) because... No, girl, you're going to have to get it together. We're not doing it. We're not doing this every time we got to go to pick up something for Luna or leave the house, I should even say. But on the flip side, this is something that happens, okay? So it's good to have just a reminder now to practice spending time alone before it gets to that point. Because... All that does is really being able to spend time alone is just you're going to create this inner foundation that is really confident and steadfast and calm, right? So I had to figure out where to even start with this. And eventually I found the best way is to Dive in head first, okay? 
I just had to get straight into it. And personally, I felt the most effective thing for me to do was to just test my own anxious boundaries. I had to experience some level of discomfort to get to a point of comfort. And what ended up happening was I found that the discomfort I was really feeling was coming from this mental workup that I would make up in my head. You know, self-talk that would say, you need someone around you in order to feel safe. People look at you more because you're alone. I mean, honestly, (laughs) the mental talk was ridiculous. Excuse me, ridiculous. But at the time it felt, and it was because it was my reality, but it was real, you know? And it was really hard to get over those hurdles. And these hurdles, guys, I'm talking, they sound minimal, but at the time, they felt so big. Like going to the grocery store alone, going to the gas station alone, going to the mall alone, the movies alone, restaurants alone. Because when you're so used to always having someone basically to tag along to do that to you, it it feels really freaking weird to be by yourself. Oh my gosh, excuse me, what is going on today? Um, To be by yourself. And if anyone has ever experienced this feeling, knows exactly what I'm talking about. And so, yeah, look, I did all of these things and I still do, honestly, I'm still keeping it in practice to to continue to push past those fears because I know they're not real, right? If you break things down in a logical way, you kind of end up bursting the bubble of all of those fears, First off, I existed before this person was even a blip on my radar. And that's not, that's not to be rude. It's just the truth. I was alive, existing, experiencing things before I even knew of this person. So in theory, I should be able to exist afterwards And what it's maybe about is just breaking some old bad habits. You know, the habit or thought that I need to have company or else I'm alone. And when I'm alone, it's scary and sad and whatever. And what's also funny, this thought just came to me, is that sometimes we need alone time. You know what I mean? And you can usually tell because you'll be hanging out with someone or with a group and you'll be like, oh my gosh, when is this going to be done? Is it too early to leave? I know I just showed up 10 minutes ago, but... (laughs) And you'll be able to notice when your social battery is... is, It's flashing on E, baby, okay? Okay. And you need some time by yourself, but we'll often opt out to be around other people, even though 
we would probably be better off taking some time to ourselves, recharging a little bit. Because I feel like we have this fear of being alone. I think it's more common, honestly, than some might believe. And the truth is what ends up happening with that is you discount yourself big time. You do. Because you really are a standout on your own. And you don't need anyone else to validate that. Truly. Like, you can pluck a memory from any time in your life, any point where you were able to complete something, do well on a task, and it was ultimately from your doings, okay? And this doesn't have to be something big, by the way. This could literally be you, you know, remembering how you figured out a math equation when you were in high school, you know, and when it seemed impossible, but something just clicked mentally and you solved it on your own, right? And what's good is to just go general with these memories because you're just trying to reach for something to give you that, something to feed your brain fact, basically, and fast. And I feel like when we reach for general first, our brain is able to just digest that much faster and with the least amount of resistance, meaning that it's easier for you to accept. And then that starts momentum for you to continue to reach for even more examples of that. Where you go, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? I did do that on my own and I, I'm i capable of doing things alone and I have some great qualities. And, and say this stuff, y'all, say this stuff out loud. Or no, even more so, write it down. I'm telling you the science behind actually writing down things down, it just helps your brain digest things in a way that's even more penetrative for it to begin to accept it as real, you know? So look, I I started applying this and I'm not going to say that I was perfect about it every day because I wasn't. And you know what? That's okay. Because we're not striving for perfection, folks. We're just striving to get to know ourselves better as we're living on this floating earth that rotates in the middle of the Milky Way, honestly. So let's just gain some perspective as well. Like, Let's all just calm down a little bit. But the fact is, I just, I continued to try with the faith 
and belief that the outcome reward of, of doing so is exponential. Like it could only service me in the best way. I'm, I'm investing time in myself, time put in myself to better myself. The value of that outcome could only be good. And here's a little fun update. It's been a few months, and I have to say, I love hanging out with myself. Like, damn, I'm I'm a cool chick. Like, I really like myself. And that used to be really hard for me to say, or... I don't know about say, but like believe, fully believe that. And I just, I haven't felt this much love towards myself in such a long time. And it's, it's also interesting who and what I choose to surround myself with or do with my time now. I'll say that. You know, it's really interesting now that I've had all this time by myself, who and what I surround myself with now. And let me tell you, the friend group has trickled down. Just because I realize what I'm actually interested in and what I'm not. And so why surround myself with things and folks that just, you know, and it's not anything, you know, against them or certain activities. It's just that I don't really feel much from those experiences. And I'm just more interested in feeling good in whatever I choose to fill my time with. Um, and I'm going to be real. I think being in a long-term relationship, I definitely neglected self-love. And this is not me saying, you know, screw relationships and love and, and close friends. No. If anything, this taught me how to make sure I'm doing both. So the next relationship I'm in, I'll be able to give so much love knowing that I love myself just as much or more. So it won't feel as energetically draining because I'm not I'm not looking for someone to validate Love, like I can create that within myself. Um, and the idea is that I won't need someone to fill up my cup in that way. Instead, we will share this this love and space and time for one another because we do that for ourselves 
individually. You see what I'm saying? You following me? There's also, you know, a difference in intention when I'm talking about self-love. And look, I know we're talking about alone time, but self-love ends up intertwining with that kind of naturally because when you're by yourself, it's just you. And you can't help but to do some introspection. So if your intention is based in love, when you maybe tell your friend or your loved one that you want to go solo to a place or a restaurant, whatever that intention, that, that is pure. And it's not coming from negative space to hurt. And, you know, hopefully their response is like, yeah, do your thing. Like, love that you want to spend time with yourself and putting in love it's for yourself you know that's great now if they respond a different way maybe ponder on that now the cool thing about this is you'll just start to remember all the stuff that you like (laughs) and like to do and then just spending a ton of time just wanting to do that like being alone, I, I, I've been reminded how much I really like making music. Like, I love music. I really like writing. I love chatting. This podcast was literally birthed in the idea of me being alone and just doing stuff I like and talking about things I want to talk about. And honestly, I I don't know if I would have gone for all these things I'm doing now at the speed that I'm doing them. You know? So if I didn't go through that time with myself to get real with where I was and where I wanted to be, I don't know if I would have been able, well, I do know, I probably, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. And where I'm at right now, ultimately, I feel the best than I have in in a really long time. And it dawned on me that I had been neglecting myself big time, you know, and that I deserved to become my myself's best friend again, really. So look, this is my theory, okay, for the week. If you made an effort to do one thing in your week that felt a little scary to do alone, could you undergo massive growth doing it by yourself? Essentially treating yourself like a socialist. (laughs) What is going on today? Essentially treating yourself like a social experiment. Okay. So go to a movie by yourself, a store, restaurant, and just 
take notice in how you carry yourself alone. This is, this is literally what I did and just kept note. And really ask yourself, like, do you have to have headphones in, in order to stand in line at a checkout or for some popcorn at the movie? Are you able to have an upright posture when you walk into a room? Are you a little more enclosed? Can you look at your server in the eye when you're seated alone? Does that kind of make you nervous? Are you more nervous than you expected? And by the way, none of these things are bad. They're just observations. And you being aware how these things make you feel. And this will help you understand, one, just the current reality you've been operating under without even knowing it. And two, becoming conscious of how others respond to that reality that you've created. Because there's something to be said about how people react to social cues and behavior. So that's something just to like take notice of while you're out. So yes, I'm going to leave you all with that theory to stew on, okay? Let that cook up. Tell me how you feel. Um, per usual, thanks again, first off, for tuning in. Please do whatever. Leave a review. Subscribe. Uh, next week, I have another episode for you. And um, you can find me on Instagram at official Kiara Barnes. Folks, keep DMing me your comments and thoughts. I so love to hear from you. Um, And feel free to share any experiences or the things that you're going through right now with maybe this topic, right? Um, So thanks again, y'all, for being a part of the Talk Theory Podcast. Till next time. Love you. Bye.